tired of political correctness? Sick of cancel culture? Got something to say? Just say it. Just say it. A pro-America anti-censorship podcast hosted by Jesse Michael Elliott. How is everyone doing? Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. We are back for another episode of Just Say It, episode 29, Rules for Thee. Um, before we get into that, I was watching the one of my tweets. didn't go viral, but it got a lot of attention. Well, I was watching the DNC convention last night, and then I just I had to shut it off. Because all it was, I watched about 15 minutes of it, and then they kept referring to Kamala Harris, who is barely black, as sister every two minutes. So it was obvious they were trying to pander to the black vote, and it's disgusting, and I got tired of it, and I said, enough's enough, and I shut it off. It was an embarrassment. It was all over the place. I heard Michelle Obama said quite a few disgusting things. Um, If you watched it, leave a comment and tell me what was your favorite or worst part of it. And then they had this wacky video at the end of it that didn't make national broadcast, but online viewers could see it. It was just out there. It was very bizarre. So that was a mess. You had uh, John Kasich talking, but who cares about him? And then who else did you have? You had Killer Cuomo talking. So I might go back today and watch some of the some more footage, but it was just so hard to stomach. I I had I just had to shut it off. It was it got to the point where it was just unbearable. But let's get in to episode twenty nine rules for these. So here we go, and the lead article is the fact that Bill Clinton is speaking tonight as we speak at the DNC convention, and this is an article from Fox News. So let's hit it. And if you noticed, Bill Clinton. Photos were just leaked. I posted it on our Facebook page. I uh, copied the post from um, Dinesh D'Souza. Posted it on our Facebook. Photos leaked of him uh, having the one of the Epstein's accusers rubbing his shoulders. I mean, when is enough enough? So if you want to see that picture, check it out on our Facebook page. If not, you can check it out elsewhere all over the internet. So let's get into this article. So, Brett Hume, this is a Fox News article, Me Too movement is going to be suspended so Bill Clinton can address the DNC tonight. Fox News senior political analyst asks if sexual predator and politicians are supposed to be taboo. So, that's why the name of this episode is Rules for Thee, because it's rules for you, not for them. What happened to Me Too? They have Bill Clinton talking... I'm sure Hillary is flipping out about that. Why isn't she talking, right? Because they just want her to go away. But what happened to Me Too? You have Bill Clinton, who's been accused by numerous people of rape, sexual assault. He's been caught. I mean, impeached. I mean, and he's going to talk? Oh, you make exceptions for Me Too when it's a Democrat. But we're supposed to... Do we're we're held accountable, right? Just like Roseanne. Oh, she loses her show because she's a Republican. Why is Bill Maher, Jimmy Kimmel, um, Jimmy Fallon wearing blackface? Why are they still on the air? Oh, because it doesn't apply to the Democrats. They're just rules that they make up to enforce on you, not for them. 
not for them. It's a double standard all the time. Just like you saw uh, Chris Cuomo on CNN. Oh, COVID-19, you got to quarantine, blah, blah, blah. All this rules for us, right? What is he gets caught outside by a biker with no face mask on, no nothing, not social distancing. And then he flips out on that biker guy. Okay. Then you have Del Camio in New York City saying you need to quarantine. And then he's caught walking around in parks. Remember all this stuff? They are hypocrites. They want to take security away from you. But then they have private security, right? They wanted to fund the police, but they don't want it to fund their police. It's all double standard rules for thee, not for me. And here's another shining example. So let's hit this article. The Democrat Party appears to be suspending the Me Too movement because it's convenient for them when an evening to accommodate former President Bill Clinton's opportunity to speak at their convention. Fox News senior political analyst Brett Hume told Special Report Tuesday. The 42nd president has been freshly scrutinized by the left in recent years over his conduct in the office, including a sexual relationship with a White House intern, famously Monica Lewinsky, as long as standing allegations of sexual assault, including a claim of rape from former Arkansas nursing home administrator Juanita Roderick. And here is a tweet from Juanita. The media was late to the table in evaluating Bill Clinton's sword past and Me Too never arrived. The DNC has cut his speech to under five minutes tonight, but it still makes them the party of dot 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 rape apologists, right? The rules don't apply to them. It's just to it's just to get rid of Republicans in power that they don't want or Republican voices in the public forum, right? Bill Clinton can go. Bill Clinton can go talk to people in the DNC and try to garner votes, but they get Alex Jones is taken off the air for conspiracy theories? Like, this is the world we live in. They attacked any voice that opposes them. They're not... It, you saw Twitter suspend Donald Trump Jr. You saw um, videos of Donald Trump, actual our president's videos, George Floyd video. One of the most beautiful... We talked about this and we played it on one of our episodes. Go check it out. One of the most beautiful videos you'll ever see came out with Trump's team made of George Floyd and the message. What did Twitter do? They didn't want the American people to do it, so they silenced the video and went after it for copyright. BS. Then they fact-check Donald Trump all the time. Just wait till he gets reelected, and then he's going to go after Google and Twitter. Watch. Just watch. He can't do it now because he Twitter is so huge for his platform because he, he can speak to 80 million people. And he can go around the fake news. But you wait until he gets reelected. He's going to go after them. I guarantee it. So back to the article. On Tuesday, Broderick tweeted a slew of messages, including one calling the Democrats the party of rape apologists. Meanwhile, the left-leaning publication Slate published an article calling for former Vice President Al Gore to take Clinton's speaking slot. Oh, so replace a rape apologist with a fake science pusher, right? I thought we were supposed to all be underwater, Gore. It's funny, Gore lives in this huge mansion. It has like a 5K a month electric bill, but we're supposed to we're supposed to um, be green, not them. Just like uh, Bernie Sanders. Oh, blah, 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 the Green New Deal, all this stuff, AOC. Oh, but they can fly on private jets, right? Oh, they can own three homes, right? Oh, I see how it is. Rules for you, not for them. It's so pathetic. So here we go. It may be on special report, Hume responded to Senate 
Senator Tammy Duckworth's assertion that the Democratic Party is a big tent and all sorts of folks fit underneath it. It may be a big tent, but we aren't supposed to be in the middle of a Me Too movement in which sexual predator politicians are supposed to be taboo. Hume asked, of course. He's calling them out, and in my opinion, he's not doing it aggressively enough. Because this is one of my biggest, this is what, this is why people like Trump and they hate the Republican Party. They're fed up with the Republican Party. The Democrats, this is equivalent to what happened in Afghanistan. The Democrats have no rules, no moral anything. And they do whatever they want to us. And we play by the rules of engagement, right? Just like the Taliban. Oh, they're, deca- they're decap. They were, de- remember this whole thing like 10 years ago? They were decapitating our military and news reporters live on camera, making them read things. And you want to, you want rules of engagement on our soldiers? Oh, so you want our police, or you want our military to be police officers? You think you're going to beat people that openly decapitate people on camera? You think you're going to beat them with rules of engagement? You, you don't beat back fire with tissues and pillows. You beat back fire with fire. There's a reason there's a Metallica song, Fight Fire with Fire. Stop being weak. And that's why a lot of people cannot stand the Republicans. They talk all this game and then they do nothing. They're too weak on these people. I'm not asking them to go over the top, but they barely do anything. They barely do anything. It's pathetic. Stop playing by the Democrat rules because they don't have any rules. We will never win a game where they have no rules and we have a trillion different rules. You can't win that way. You can't win that way. And do you blame the Democrats? They're getting away with it. They're going to keep doing it until someone says, oh, make a stop. Make them stop, Republicans. Stop being weak. So after all, he continued, it's Donald Trump's conduct. There we go. It's Donald Trump's conduct. That's something the Democrats never cease to be complained about. No kidding. And there are a number of examples of it. So are they with Mr. Clinton as well? He's calling out the double standard, how they complain about Trump, but they're allowing Clinton to run rampant. Well, what did Trump really do compared to Clinton? Absolutely nothing. I thought Trump was his big, bad orange man. Pulls us out of wars, brings our troops home. America first. What does Trump done yeah he had to be brash to win a debate against people to get attention and to get people on his side and to knock out his opponents other than that where's his where's him getting us into all these wars and him going crazy in the white house there is none it's just all made up it's made up so hume noted that when Hillary Clinton was the nominee in 2016, there was no avoiding giving her husband the chance to speak at some point. Okay, that I understand. However, he added, the Me Too movement has erupted since then, and it seems it's going to be suspended tonight. See, he's calling it out, but he's not doing it firmly enough. He's like, it's just like, what is this, pillow talk? Like, say what you want to say. It's a joke. How is Bill Clinton allowed to speak when you're supposed to be Me Too? Say it loud. Say it proud. Stop bringing it up and then whimpering back to your corner with a box of tissues. That's not going to get you anywhere because the Democrats just see this and laugh. Push it away. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's rules for us, not for them. And until we say it loud and proud, it's going to be a problem. And the last article slash video we have is someone who's standing up for it. So have you had enough of Bill Clinton? Do you think he should be allowed to speak at the Democrats? National Convention I mean judging by the other people they have speaking apparently they have someone from Antifa that's going to speak 
Apparently, they have someone that back terrorism that's going to speak. I mean, who on the Biden ticket is really pro-America? So let's get into this next article, which is a Breitbart article. And here we go with Mr. Hit and Run, Beto O'Rourke, a.k.a. Beto, the panderer with the skateboard, suggests Trump is more racist than slave owners. Than slave owner presidents. That's right. Trump is more racist than presidents who actually own slaves. You, you, you can't even make this up. You can't make it up. It's crazy. So at the Democrat National Convention on Monday evening, failed Democrat presidential primary candidate Beto O'Rourke suggested that President Trump is, no, is more racist than presidents who own slaves. Here's a quote. You had the most destructive hateful, racist president in the history of this country. Please tell me one racist thing he's ever said. Please tell me one. And I don't want to hear the, some people that come here illegally are rapists. It's true. Some people are. How is that racist? It's a fact. It's not. Did he say some certain of a certain is racist? Like, did he say Mexicans are rapists? No. He said some illegals that come here are rapists. It's a fact. It's not a, it's not an attack on anyone. It's a, it's a fact. Who is literally tearing apart the fabric of the United States of... Yeah, he's, he's the one that tearing apart the fabric? The pro-America candidate? You mean the Democrats are the ones... Where, where's all this going on in the cities? Well, you saw the other day that white guy who was driving his car went to go help somebody, got beat up, and kicked it in the back of the head by that black guy. Where's the outrage? Oh, the, the Republicans are the ones doing this to the cities. And tearing apart the fabric. Right. Are the Republicans the one ripping down statues and stuff? Really? Apparently, Beto doesn't pay attention. Or he intentionally doesn't pay attention. Which is it? Which is it? He either doesn't pay attention or he doesn't care. He's a liar. Beto said during a clip at the DNC, the accusations suggest that Beto believes Trump is more racist than presidents who own slaves. Which, don't know how that's possible, but sure. President George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, Andrew Jackson, Martin Van Buren, William Henry Harrison, oh, there's a list, and the rest of them are reported to have each owned slaved at one point. Okay. Similarly, presidents such as Lyndon B. Johnson reportedly use race, racist slurs against black Americans. He sometimes used the N-word in conversations with Southern senators and referred to the Civil Rights Act of 1957 as the N-Bill. But he, they're more racist than Trump. Right. I mean, they're less racist than Trump. Makes perfect sense. President Harry Truman also reportedly used racial slurs in conversations with his biographer. Okay, that's enough. They even suggest that Trump is racist is a joke. Even Floyd Mayweather said... Oh, no one said Trump was uh, racist until he ran for president. Of course. They do this with everybody. They did it with Bush. They called Bush a bumbling idiot because he used to stutter a couple of times when he spoke. This is what they do. The party of alleged tolerance and the party of inclusiveness does nothing but insult everyone. They insult everyone. They're the party that insult, insults people on race and everything else. They're the party of intolerance. It's hysterical. Everybody's a racist. Just so you can, sh just so you say, you can't vote for him. He's a racist. Well, what did he say? He's a racist. Oh, you're challenging me on my statement? You're racist. Well, what did he say? The facts don't matter. It's how I feel. You're racist. You're racist. You're racist. That's all they do. That's all they do. 
I don't need to tell you. You know it. That's all they do. So here is an article from Fox News. If you don't know, today, President, I posted on our Facebook saying President Trump was planning on pardoning somebody very, very important. And here's an article saying who he pardoned. So let's get into it. Fox News article. New York Times now. This is accused of trying to cancel Susan B. Anthony Dems blast Trump's pardon. Of course, if he would have pardoned um, God, they would have went after that, too. I mean, anything Trump does, it's the end of the world because they can't cope. They can't cope. Heaven forbid they come out of their safe space and try to live life. They can't cope. So Tuesday marked the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment. President Trump's pardon of Susan B. Anthony did not receive the warmest welcome from the Democrats and members of the media, of course. On Tuesday, the president marked the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, which gave women to right the vote. By granting a pardon of the famed suffragette who was arrested in 1872 for violating laws that had permitted only men to vote in presidential election and was later convicted for voting illegally and sentenced to pay a fine of $100. Now, that's a lot of money back then. So they are attacking Trump for someone who helped push forward women's rights and supported women voting equal rights. I thought they're supposed to be the party of tolerance and we accept everyone and women's rights, me too. They're just frauds. They're frauds. They latch on to anything they can to use against you. They make up all these rules and now they don't like Susan B. Anthony. It's 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 crazy town. There's nothing else to say. They just make up the rules as they go. Excerpt in the New York Times report on the pardon raise eyebrows. Instead of Anthony, she is also an increasingly divisive figure adopted by anti-abortion forces and criticized for regulating black suffragists to the sidelines. So now she's a racist and was pro-life. So heaven forbid, heaven forbid you're pro-life. Because these people all did beautiful things in their life. They never did anything wrong. They're so perfect. Susan B. Anthony was pardoned and canceled on the same day. Bearing Arms editor Cam Edwards tweeted, of course, right? Cancel culture. Here we go again. They're going to do it. They're really going to cancel Susan B. Anthony. Conservative commentator Drew Holden similarly reacted. So here's Cam Man. Yeah. So that's the tweet. The liberal outlet now... This, later in the day, shared a video explaining why Susan B. Anthony doesn't deserve your I Voted stickers, highlighting the tradition of women voters who place such stickers on Anthony's gravestone. So now people can't even celebrate the right for women to vote. I mean, the left is disgusting. It's, it, there's nothing else you can say. At this point, it's just... you can't, if you, it's to the point, if you support these people, there's something fundamentally wrong with your logic. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. So they have perpetrated the idolized versions of Anthony and her white colleagues, such as, here we go with the race, race stuff. As Carrie Chapman Cat and Elizabeth Caddy Stan. Now this producer, Laura Freeman said, evidence of their ruthless racial bias has been pushed to the shadows, enabling the erasure of their women of color counterparts who also fought tirelessly for the right to vote. 
oh my god, heaven forbid a white woman gets the gets the sunlight for being the one who do we attack do we attack Rosa Parks for being the first being the one one of the people that helped with segregation on the bus? Do we say, oh no, we want a white person to be that person? They can't even have a white person have a moment in the sun because she's white. So why do you have to bring race into anything? She's a woman. She's a woman. We're all people. We're all the same color. And you want to play the in God's eyes, right? We're all the same color. Stop with the race stuff. That's all they have. That's all they have. Because they know they can't win on policy. They don't have any good policies. All it is is you need to hate him because I said so. Well, why? Because he's racist. Well, why is he racist? Because I said so. That's all it is. That's all it is. They can't run on anything. Because anything, anything on their platform is anti-American. So Freeman added, Susan B. Anthony only appeared to care about black people when the status quo was in her favor. And later concluded that she was not saying what Anthony was. The most racist fraud who ever lived since there were many more racist white women's suffrages. Literally nothing Trump can say or do that doesn't get this response for the left. No kidding. They'd be smarter to just ignore Trump's pardon of Susan B. Anthony, but instead they smear her because they think it's a sick own. Daily Caller opinion contributor tweeted. Trump broke their brains. L-O-L-M-A-O. Writer James exclaimed. No kidding. No kidding. Trump derangement syndrome is real. It's sick. They can't think rationally. But all Trump really did was expose these sickos. They're just looking for limelight. Hey, I don't like this issue. Let me get attention for it. Oh, I want to cancel some too. It's pathetic. You, she's got the stones to say, oh, well, Susan B. Anthony only did st- things uh, proactively when it was trending. Well, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're trying to get clicks and attacking Susan B. Anthony, who's dead. Because she wanted women to vote? Because she was white? It's... It's just revisionist history garbage. I'm so tired of it. At least I know I'm sane because people think the same thing I am. At least I know I'm. Sometimes you know you think you're crazy, but then you read it you're like, oh, I'm not crazy, <laughs> right? Because the Democrats will make you think, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're racist. For So here we go. Trump pardons a woman who has been dead for over 100 years to show his commitment to women. Suburban women aren't dumb. We are all insulted. No kidding. Susan B. Anthony's whole point was to get arrested. She wanted that conviction. Well, maybe, yeah. So that way you get more attention to it and then women would have the right to vote. So what? So what? That doesn't mean she should have been convicted for it. So what, what's the case you're making? It just, it's all attention. That's all they want. They want attention and they don't care at what cost. People who want attention at any cost are extremely dangerous they don't care about you they care about their clicks and their moment in the sun they are dangerous and it is at the cost of american lives these people need to be held in check this is dangerous get your 15 minutes of fame somewhere else not on the backs of the american people so let's get into this butte here we go rules for us not for them gateway pundit goodyear bans employees from wearing all lives matter blue lives matter or MAGA slogans but says black lives matter is allowed I mean here we go 
and they actually have wow they, someone took a picture of the actual powerpoint from goodyear wow this is disgusting and i'm saving this for a facebook page wow i this is being this is this is unspeakable so a slide has leaked from goodyear Year diversity training, which brands Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, and Mega Attire. Unacceptable. Why do you mean Black Lives Matter and LGBT slogans acceptable? The leak slide is of their zero tolerance party. No, zero tolerance for us, not for those groups. Oh, so support the people that kill cops. Oh, okay. We see where Goodyear is. Boycott Goodyear, boycott them. According to a report from WIBW, the person who took the photo of the slide said that it was presented at a Topeka, Topeka plant and area manager says it came from their corporate office at Akron, Ohio. If someone wants to wear a BLM shirt in here, then cool. I'm not going to get offended about it. But at the same time, if someone's not going to be able to wear something that's politically based even in the far farthest stretch of the imagination, that's discriminatory. No kidding. No kidding. They want to shut you up and they want to be able to do whatever they want to do. The employee told the station under the agreement of anonymity due to the fears that they would lose their job. No kidding. If we were talking about equality here, then it needs to be equality. If not, it's discrimination. 100%. Goodyear did not respond to the situation's inquiries about whether or not the slide came from the main office. Right. Now, you know what they're going to try, right? Oh, it's, this, wasn't from, this wasn't from the top. This was some this was some manager at this certain store. Let's They're going to fire him. Let him take the fall. Goodyear didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. That's what's coming. That falls outside the scope of equality issues. Goodyear is, here is a quote from Goodyear. Goodyear is committed to fostering an inclusive and respectful workplace where all our associates can do their best in the spirit of teamwork. As part of this commitment, we do allow our associates to express their support on racial injustice and other equity issues, but as they refrain from workplace expressions, verbal or otherwise, in support of political campaigning. What is Black Lives Matter? That's not political? Okay. So you'll let people wear Black Lives Matter, who chant in the streets, chop pigs up, frying like bacon. Oh, okay. I see how it is. Right. Loud and clear, Goodyear. Campaigning for any candidate political party as well as other similar forms of advocacy should fall outside the scope of equity issues. They are disgusting. Nothing else to say. Nothing else to say. So I'm going to share that photo on our Facebook page if you want to check it out. Unbelievable. So let's get into this next article here. We have two more left and then we have a video. So this is by thecollegefix.com. I've never heard of them. So here we go. Feshers to white parents. Keep your kids in public schools to show you're not racist. A pair of Minnesota professors say that one in one ways in which white parents could demonstrate a commitment to anti-racism is to keep their children in public schools. The University of Minnesota's Abby Romblowski and Carleton College's Aunt Anita Chakotor, both professors of education, isn't that an oxymoron, write in the Minnesota Post, 
that white parents who transfer their kids to private or charter schools end up putting funding for public schools at serious risk. In other words, your kids should suffer in a crappy school because other kids do and you're risking our funding. Your kids should suffer because we say so. That's nice. That's nice. White America, oh boy, white America owes black students a large educational debt. These are, you think I want to send my kid to some school where these people are teaching them with these thoughts? I don't owe you nothing, lady. I owe you squat. Did I put you in chains? Did I make you pick cotton? Did my mother even do that? Did my grandparents even do that? No. What do I owe you? I owe you squat, lady. Back up. Take your woe is me attitude elsewhere. You are miserable with your life or you wouldn't be making statements like this. Oh, it's, you're such, you got so far in America that you're going to, America's so racist you got far enough to say this, right? So Roblowski and Shiktar argue maintenance of public school enrollment along with yes votes for property tax increases are always to help pay that debt. So they want to tax your, you, they want your property tax to go up so they can do whatever they want in these schools with your tax dollars. Because you, you should trust them with your money, right? With ideologies like that, right? Oh, I'm going to trust them, especially with my kids, especially. Here's my kid, huh? Get lost, lady. Funding for public schools is a societal good and supports our democracy. Now and in the future, professors continue. Culturally relevant public schools are an important facet of society that values black lives and BIPOC children. Once again, the other, the Democrats, all they do, all they do is talk about race. It's always this kid's white, this kid's black. The white parents need to do this for the blacks. Stop with the race crap. These are the people dividing us. Of course, guilt-tripping white parents about societal payback and highlighting things like culturally relevant, schools probably won't serve well because they espouse. In addition, these teachers are members of the far-left organization called Education for Liber Liberation Network, whose goal is to be a political force in the state of Minnesota, to contend with the status quo of colonial education, aka, I guess, attacking whitey, that pr prioritizes Eurocentric curricula. Yep, knew that was coming. Predominantly white educators and administrators, and a persistent attack on the power of communities to be self-determined. Minnesota has been praised for its public school funding structure with which equalizes monies between predominantly white and black schools better than any other state. But, of course, it's never enough, is it? 95% of funding comes from the taxpayers, 65% from state coffers, and 30% from local property taxes. Parents who choose alternatives to public schools would still pay these taxes, right? Do you think it's a benefit to send your kid to a, a private school? Oh, so they get hit with taxes. They're not going to get reimbursed for that. They don't get the teaching that they paid for. And then they, they get the privilege of paying to send their kids someplace else. So they get hit with a bill twice. Oh, but you want to attack them. Right. 
these people need to back up. They'll do anything. They just want your money. They just want your money and they want to indoctrinate your kids with their crap, with their left wing sick agenda. Send them to school, send them back to school. And as far as I'm concerned, get these teachers away from the kids. This is how we have these actions in the streets by all these kids. They're crappy parenting and crappy education in schools, indoctrinating these kids to hate our country and hate their skin color. They are the racist. We need a movement. There needs to be a movement where this stuff is stopped in our schools. This is extremely dangerous. People who hate the country are not going to defend it. I just saw the most horrendous video last night of someone attacking a raccoon with a baseball bat and with a car. One of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. People have lost respect for life. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. Wake up, America. So, speaking of that, here we go. Keep acting this way and this country is going to turn into one of these you-know-what holes. So, here's an article from Breitbart. Kim Jong-un confiscates pet dogs during North Korea's food shortage. I wonder what he plans on doing with those dogs. North Korea dictator Kim Jong-un is forcing households in the capital to turn their pet dogs into the government so they may be sold to restaurants for human consumption amid a national food shortage. This is not a joke. This is a real article. Here's a quote. Authorities have identified households with pets and dogs, with pet dogs, and enforcing them to give them up or forcefully confiscating them and putting them down, a North Korean source told the South Korean newspaper. The dogs are being sent to zoos or sold to restaurants where dog meat is eaten. The source added, in addition to North Korea, dog meat is eaten by humans in some parts of China and South Korea. Kim Jong-un issued a ban on pet ownership in July, denouncing the practice as a tainted trend with flawed ideology. The source said, the communist North Korean regime touted the pet ban as Kim's way of protecting the country against capital capitalist descendants, right? Oh, you don't want them to have dogs like America, right? That's just an excuse. Ordinarily, ordinary people raise pigs and livestock on their porches, but high-ranking officials and wealthy-owned pet dogs, which stoked some resentment, the source said. According to the report, the communist regime enforced the pet ban and confiscation amid a worsening food national shortage. Sick. And keep voting for Democrats. They're going to take this country as far as they can because absolute power corrupts absolutely. And you might think, oh, Jesse, what are you talking about? You think people eventually eat dogs here? You think you can't get bad here? You think you can get that bad here? Well, I don't know. It started with a statue, right? Oh, it's just a confederate. Then it was Jesus. Then it's George Washington. Then it's burning churches. Then it's shooting cops. Then it's beating animals in the street. It's going to keep going until they're until they're forced to stop. That's how nature works. They're saying, what are you going to do about it? And we're just standing watching. That's it. That's it. And unfortunately, Trump can't do much unless it's on federal property because they'll use that as an excuse to impeach him. So they've pigeonholed us. But this video, I haven't watched the video, but I'm going to assume it's good. This video probably ex- explains 
And I've said, the American people, it's going to get to a breaking point where we've had enough. So let's hit this gateway pundit video, the last article of today. So here's quotes. This is a warning for what's coming. The veteran and California business owner fed up with COVID lockdown orders puts county board of supervisors on notice. So a veteran business owner living in Shasta County, California, is completely fed up with the author thought authoritarian COVID lockdown orders. So he gave a stern warning to the board of supervisors. Residents and business owners that last week held a rally outside the board of supervisors chamber and demanded the county reopen and lift its ridiculous mass man. Shasta County officials, however, pointed the finger at the Democratic governor, Gavin Newsom. Ten people have died from COVID-19 in Northern California County, so the residents have had it with the tyranny, right? There's no justification for it. More than 80 citizens spoke last week asking the Board of Supervisors to open up the county. But one business owner stood out for his bravery, braver, his bravery and stern warning to the tyrants. So here we go. Let's play the video. Here is the video. It's two minutes long. Let's... I have not seen it, so there might be cursing. So let's hit it. Two minutes long. I was going to speak. I was asked to speak here, you know, uh, Sheriff Garcia. Uh, I'm telling you guys, you know, I'm pretty appalled at what's going on. You know, at first we sat as concerned citizens and we all wanted to figure out how to best navigate our way through this whole COVID thing, you know. And uh, as, as we realized that it's not quite as dangerous as we thought it'd be, you know, I was absolutely appalled at the cowardice, you know. And as you're sitting there with your masks on, uh, I don't blame you for wearing masks because I'd be hiding my face too if I was you for what you're doing. It's absolutely horrendous what you're doing to these people. I'm a business owner and, uh, and I'm telling you, our families are starving. You know, you guys can sit here with your jobs, you can sit here and you're going to get paid, you can fall asleep in your chair like that gentleman's doing behind his mask right there, okay? Uh, and I'm telling you right now, that right now we're being peaceful. And, and you better be happy that we're, we're good citizens, that we're peaceful citizens. But it's not going to be peaceful much longer, okay? And this isn't a threat, I'm not a criminal, I've never been a criminal, but I'm telling you that good citizens are going to turn into real concerned and revolutionary citizens real soon. And nobody else is going to say that. I'm probably the only person that has a boss to say what I'm saying right now. That we're building, we're organizing, and we'll work with law enforcement or without law enforcement. But you won't stop us when time comes because our families are starving. And if you don't hear the seriousness of my voice, I hope you open your ears and you absolutely listen to what I'm saying. Because this is a warning for what's coming. It's not going to be peaceful much longer. It's not going to be raw raw. It's not going to be speeches. It's not going to be gathering outside saying a pledge of allegiance. It's not going to be waving flags. It's going to be real. When you've seen the things that I've seen, I went to war for this country. I've seen the ugliest, dirtiest part of humanity. I've been in combat, and I never want to go back again. But I'm telling you what, I will to save this country. If it has to be against our own citizens, it will happen. And there's a million people like me, and you won't stop us. Open the county. Let our citizens do what they need to do. Let owners of businesses do what they need to do to feed their families. Take the masks off. Quit masking and muzzling your children. The psychological damage that you're doing to them is horrible. I've had six friends kill themselves since it's happened. Veterans who lost their jobs. How do you feel about being complicit in perpetuating that? The greatest hoax ever perpetuated on the American people. And you're a part of it by wearing your masks. In Shasta County, we're supposed to be red country up here. Not blue country, we're red country up here. Um, it's kind of hard to talk after that because... I mean, shout out to Carlos Zap to I'm gonna try and reach out to him. Um, 
I haven't seen this covered by anyone. Maybe it's a little bit early, but I mean, what he said is true. They're overreaching. The data on this on COVID-19 is BS. Half the numbers are fake. We talk about this all the time and it's overblown. The average person who dies from it is 78. The average person lives to 78. It's overblown. Stop it. Stop the games. It's political games. It's agenda. It's agenda driven. You don't shut down the country for the flu. You didn't shut down the country for H1N1. They're using this for power. That's all it is. It's a power play. That's what it is. And keep walking down the Patriots in this country. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Wake up the silent majority. Keep put keep knocking on the keep rattling that cage. Keep walking by that dog's cage and rattling it with a cup. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Watch what happens. One day, one day that dog is gonna bite. And when it does, try putting a try putting a leash and a collar on that dog once it bites. Because once it bites, it's more likely to bite again. So God bless this guy. Said the right things. Had that you could tell he was nervous. Had the stones to do it, but he had this. He said what needed to be said. Don't let them walk you down. We're on the right side of this. They all they want to do is shut us up. We're on the right side of this. So thanks for hanging out. I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Peace out, Patriots. Thanks for listening. Catch a new episode of Just Say It every Monday through Thursday. Available on YouTube and every major podcast platform. Got something to say? Meet other patriots and join the conversation at jsipodcast.com.